We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Back another week. The Raiders won. <laughs> Airing it out on the Fubo Sports Network. Myself and Orlando and the Raiders. I won. wish we could record uh, the pre-show activities because we really be going at it, and hopefully we can give y'all and bring some listen, of this energy. Listen, um, I don't know who wrote this show today. Look, look he won't was, even. Like, he already interrupted listen, me. I don't know. I want to talk you. about the Chiefs and the Bucks. Okay, but we can't. Cooper Rush, Dak Prescott. You want to talk about what? Somebody on this thing wrote, "Should Bill Belichick retire?" I had like guys. I had, and when I, they asked, I, when you read that question, what did I, you just I, do? I, I threw my cards. I tried to jump out the window, but I'm glued here. Should Belichick be fired? No. No. He just made the playoffs last year. You know what the score that game was? I don't care. He made it. You know playoffs is no revenue sharing? This is a business? Uh, you know what no revenue sharing means? What well, I make, you know, I take. You know who they played last like no year? taxes. You know who they played last year in the playoffs, right? No, I don't. They played the Buffalo Bills. You know how many times the Buffalo Bills punter punted the ball? Zero. Zero. I mean, that who happens said? in today's day. Should Josh McDaniels be fired? No. He Why just, not? Josh, he just won yesterday. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Prisoner of the moment. He, he just won. Oh. All I'm saying is Bill Belichick is a fantastic coach. Two numbers, 72 and 82. I mean, he probably What does that entail? You know, he probably should retire. 72 and 82 without 12 under center, Tom Brady. 72 and okay. 82. Be- do you realize that Tom Brady did not take over the year that they won that first Super Bowl until probably like... He took over and they won like, the Super Bowl. But they right? were already well on their way. Says who? What you, the, the number of Hall of Famers on their team? See, one of you, if I would have said that, you would have given me an oism well on their way. Uh, even a steak gets uh, a, I mean, uh, a trash can gets a steak every once in a while. Don't mistake good for being whatever you 50, would say. 57 minutes of this bullshit. So, Bill Belichick, I don't believe he should be fired, Bill Belichick, for the record. I don't believe he should tell be, another man to retire? I don't believe he should be fired. I don't believe he should retire. I believe he needs to do a better job. Just, they played well last year, but they didn't play... Great football. They got smoked in the playoffs. In their division, when's the last time you could say the New England Patriots have been in last I don't, place? I think that they're, they're in last place in their I think, division. I think that they've done last a, place. I think that they've done a, a terrible job at replacing um, Tom. I think this started with. You Jim. don't think Mac Jones can play? I think he can. 
But I think that this started years ago before Mac Jones when he was in high school. This started with Garoppolo. This started when they started to have that rift between Garoppolo, Brady, what Bill wanted, what McDaniels may have wanted, and then what Kraft wanted. I think that, I mean, I don't know this personally, but I don't think, I think that in Favre's sense, when they had Rodgers, I think Favre was outgoing, and I think that, you know, they didn't, that, you know, you knew what it was. You know, they, they let, I think years ago with Garoppolo, they tried to kind of force the issue, and then they let Brady force their hand, and they got rid of him. Not saying that he would have been the answer. And then I think they went and drafted what, Stidham, trash, Jacoby Biscuit, trash. Biscuit, wow. Brisket. Well, brisket, Brissette, whatever it is. Brisket, wow. Biscuit, Brissette. You hungry. He's trash. He's. You, you look at it. They just haven't done a great job of putting pieces. They don't have good players on their team right now. But that. Name me somebody on their team when you're looking like, damn, that's a good young player. Look at their draft. Name one guy on the offensive side of the ball that they draft from a skill running back, receiver, tight end. Just name one in the last. Nikhil Harry. No, no, no. In the last 10 years. So we're going Brady there that they've done a good job with. They that they've developed. They haven't. That's the problem. I mean, I think. And uh, that's, but that's Bill Belichick. Defensively, think, he does a hell of a job. I think. Uh, Dude, this one. In you the last 10 years. Yeah, name one. 10 years. Ooh, name one. So you, you took me out of the Gronk era, huh? He took me back. Name one. He took me back out of Gronk because it's long. Gronk just fell into their lap. They got lucky with that. I don't know. They got Give lucky. me another one. I think that they took an extreme risk on Gronk. Why? Because he had back injuries? Duh, yeah. But <laughs> they have to do a better job offensively drafting guys. Three pro Hold up, is though. not a lot. You signed Kendrick Bourne as a free agent last year. He leads your team in receiving. And then you bring on Matt Patricia, who I guess they don't I, get. But I and told now you he's not playing? I told, I, like, how do you have your lead receiver from last year, and then you bring in a guy that couldn't win shit in uh, Detroit, be your offensive coordinator, and now he's barely not, playing? It's not one of them. It's two of them. You should get another guy. Yeah, Joe Judge. I ain't worried about Joe. When Joe I, Judge is one of the offensive uh, coordinators, too. I know somebody that played for Joe Judge. Uh, get us right. Give me right. You know we love stories. Year, right? Give me right. And when it came out that he was working with the offense, I'm like, bro, what do you think about Joe Judge uh, working with the offense? He started laughing. He thought I was playing. He was like, you lying, bro. No way he working with the offense. Wow, they going to get their ass whooped. That's what he oh, said. I, I was in a sports book, and then it was, a, it was like a manager. And the guy was like, I was like, what do you, I was like, what do you like today? He was like, I don't know. I was having a hard time just not fading the Patriots every week, man. They, they're terrible until they prove to you that they can do anything. And I think – Defensively, I mean, I don't think they are what they—they they haven't been what they've been defensively in a long time. I, Tom I do, covered up. Tom was, was carrying. He covered up a lot of stuff. I mean, he covered up stuff for the Bucks right now. Guys would take less money on offense because they wanted to play with Brady. Mm -hmm. Nobody's taking anything less. So, Bill Belichick needs to figure out because all he's going to do is continue to tarnish his reputation. Man, his and, his his legacy is cemented. Who is the best coach to ever coach in a national football But this is the problem. When you have Tom Brady leave, and what was the debate? Who gets more credit? That's is it Bill Belichick? Is it Tom Brady? Oh, I don't know where the credit lies, but let's say they both deserve. Oh, let's say it's 50-50. And then Brady leaves, and you won the Super Bowl your first year? Listen, who's the greatest football coach you ever coach? I don't know. I haven't played for them all. Who's but the, if you're asking if you, me. If you, if you open up a book, right, and you... You put this shit here, and I never watched anything, and I don't know anything about football, and I have to read the stats. Oh, Bill Belichick. Oh, you're gonna, you're probably gonna say Bill Belichick. I'm not taking that away all right, from him. All right, all right. 
But it becomes. Let's just live in the black and white world. And let's yeah, stop like, with the ifs and fifths. Because you don't not, drink. And if you drink a not, fifth, you will be drunk. We're not acting like, no or at least I'm not acting like Bill Belichick is trash. Listen, <laughs> Bill Belichick needs to be held accountable. Like any Bro, other a, coach. But, any, but I, he does need to be held accountable because he's, he's the, like, he signs off on everything. If, you, if you're the player and you don't play well, you got to go. That's if you don't play right well, you got to go. Yeah. Tom Brady is arguably the best player in the history of the National Football League. In essence, correct. Bill Belichick said, "You got to go." I mean, I don't think Richard Seymour think... in the Hall of Fame. You got to go. I think that they... Ty Law in the Hall of Fame. You got to no, go. I don't think they told so... Tom he had to go. I think they tried to sign him. I think Tom put his foot down and said, "No, it's because the way he was being treated. Nobody wants to be treated." Now, now we're talking way. about how you getting treated. Hell That's yeah, that matters. But I think that he. I don't think he jet sand Tom. But. He only knew one way because he uh, had time. The thing is, he's such a good football coach. Like, in a, is a, I judge a football coach off of X's and O's. He's and a I good mean, coach. I think he's still old school. But look at the people who work. Who's the arguably the greatest college coach of all time? Nick Saban. You know whose assistant that was? No. Bill Belichick. I mean, we all know that. They oh, all coach oh, together. No, 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 no. They didn't coach together. That was his assistant. They co- oh, no, that, no, that was his coach- assistant when he was with Cleveland. You want to go? To, Hold up. Let's, 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 one of our, our good. Hey, didn't you oh, wait? Wait. When we started the show, when we just started the show, you just talked about Josh McDaniels being he terrible. Be fired he too. was one of his assistants as well. Yeah, he stinks. Matt Patricia, he was an wait. assistant. Joe Judge was an assistant. Yeah. You just talked about Josh McDaniels in a negative way. He was an assistant. He stinks. Bill O'Brien was assistant. Romeo Cornell was assistant. Romeo Cornell has a lot of success. He's done well. But when you just start naming these assistants, I mean, he's had and they want to rattle off Saban because he's an assistant. What other assistant has done what Saban has done? He's had a great tree. He's had a what great tree. What other assistant has done what Saban has done? You give me a second. I'm not an encyclopedia. Mangini, he was an assistant. He's bad. No, he wasn't. Mangini was bad. No, Bill got mad at Mangini for you're gonna record <laughs> my stuff, and I know you record my stuff. Don't record my stuff. That's your warning. Oh, you still gonna record my stuff? I'm gonna report you. That's what happened. I don't know that to be fact, but I assume that to be fact. No, what other assistant? Can you rate? You don't. So we we gonna leave that topic. We gonna wait. One of my kids. No, because you You don't want you don't want patience. You want you're fishing, and then you're not gonna get anything. I just want to tell you who worked for him. I just named everybody that had an opportunity to go away from Bill Belichick and didn't have the success that they had with him, except for Nick Saban. Nobody else. So. I, mean, I just, I just, I, I, I take it back. I can't say one of his assistants. I think that Bill Belichick has. Yeah, see that. I take it back. I, yeah. Let me rephrase this. I think that. Yeah. He's such a good football coach. Trash he can't has, get the steak today. Not today. He he has <laughs> been able to produce and like as a as a coach and as a head coach. The only thing I want and as a player, the only thing I want to know like is people that have came through a system that have ascended. I'm not saying. Like, I, I don't want people to. Brian Flores came through. Brian Flores. Jim Schwartz came through. Jim Schwartz has got, he's, he's amazing. I don't want to make it seem like, I think Bill is a fantastic coach. All I'm saying is, everybody's a fantastic coach when you got really I good mean, but players that's the, and that's great the, players. That's the name of the game, though. And so what like, the hell has Phil Jackson done without Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant? We'll never know. We do know. He we'll went to New, New York. And he, he wasn't was the bad. head coach. He wasn't the head he coach. Was, he was the team president. He wasn't the head coach. Bro, it ain't you. TJ, you played for a long time. You know this shit ain't about the X's and O's. It's yes. about the Jimmy's and the Joe's. You damn right it is. You, you know that. And and so you're arguing my point but is this. But I just this. feel like Bill Belichick, where he makes the bet, like you know those years where they didn't have 
as much talent on the defense. He was making the best. He, he helped Brady out tremendously, I believe, from a mental perspective yeah. in Brady understanding defensive football. Yeah. I believe Bill did a hell of a job making him understand, okay, Tom, with this front, you're going to get this. This is how they're going to attack our protections, blah, blah, blah. I think he did a hell of a job with that. But Tom has to go out there and produce. I know, I do. I get it. I he got to go out there and produce. So Willie McGinnis is going to – I already know where he's going to go on this debate, but Willie McGinnis, one of the greatest players in Patriots history, Southern California native, Long Beach Pilot native. We, we got him coming up. We'll be right back. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We got Willie McGinnis, like I said before we left, one of the greatest players in Patriot history. Let's talk about seeing Jack-Jack, a guy that has had, he faced a lot of adversity. You know, leaving Polly, going to USC, having his uh, difficulties there, going to Arizona State. How does that make you feel, somebody that you've seen from a little adolescent pick six in his rookie year yesterday? It makes me feel good, man, because, um, like you said, he, he's had adversity. And it's a good lesson for all the kids in, in, in all, you know, adverse situations, man, that's dealing with things that, that we deal with coming from the inner city. And it's not always perfect. And, and your route to where you're trying to go is not always perfect. And I've been having Jack-Jack since youth football. Like, I still got pictures and videos when he played youth football for my program. And he's a good kid at heart, man. And he's always wanted to be great at what he's doing, but sometimes we get distracted. We've all, we're all guilty of it. We get distracted at our pursuit of what we're trying to do. And to see his voyage, to see what he's went through, uh, to see him end up and land in a place that's going to support him and put resources around him, I'm proud of him and what he's doing. Willie, how many conversations did you have with Bill, if any, before the pre-draft? Just, you know, just the, the fact that you see uh, I came from a situation in Boise where, you know, when you're in college, you don't, the coaches don't always have, they don't always want to see you go on. So, so sometimes they don't talk about, you know, like 
damn, he's been through some shit, but you know, he's still a good dude. And to be able to have somebody like you, and how many conversations did you have with Bill? And he said, you know, Willie, tell me the truth. Well, I, I didn't. You know, I think Bill Bill has has dealt with, you know, a lot of kids across the country that come from different situations and, and neighborhoods and places like that. You know, his his mantra is he wants tough, physical, smart guys. And he knows that you're gonna get a certain DNA if you come from a certain area and yeah. you grow up and you and, and you've been through some things. And he relates everything to football. I mean, he's so smart. He's smart outside of the X's and O's. And, and TJ, you know this, mm-hmm. that he looks at what you've been through in life and he applies it to football. And he's like, if you can handle these situations and survive and continue to go and push, what you going to do on a, in, in a football situation when things get tough or you got to go through those momentum swings or it's not in your favor all the time? How are you going to respond? And he uses that. And when you can get talent in the lower levels of the, of, of the draft, he's made a living off of that. Belichick has made a living off of winning championship championships off of drafting players from the third to the sixth round and those players being some of the better players in the league, especially for that team. So speaking of Bill, we were having a discussion and <laughs> you were there. We weren't having no discussion. You were there pre-Brady, you were there with Bledsoe, and everybody improves. And everybody, oh, Tom wasn't this when we won our first Super Bowl. Well, I would hope he not. He threw for everybody. 130 yards. They Every, won in spite of him. Everybody's going to improve. On the realm of Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, how do you say, oh, this guy deserves more credit, this guy, where where do you rank him as far as who benefited who more? I think in that certain situation, um, both of you guys have valid points. But you got to go deeper, okay? You got to go a little bit deeper. Drew Bledsoe had just signed a $100 million deal contract for multi-years, okay? Remember that. That was the first year of that contract. When Drew got hurt and Brady came in, nobody, not even the players, nobody thought that the Tom Brady era was going to begin, okay? Bill Belichick had the innate ability to look at who Tom Brady is, what he brought to the team, his skill set, whatever else you want to throw out there, and when Drew got healthy, to say, nope, we are staying with this six-round draft pick that nobody thought had the physical ability to this, to that, whatever the case may be. And he had to convince management, ownership, who just gave their favorite guy $100 million. They weren't handing out $100 million back then. That contract to ride with his decision and going forward because Brady got hurt in the AFC Championship and Drew got his shot again and Drew came in and balled and helped us win against Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. So you would think if I lose my job due to an injury and then the other guy gets hurt and I get my shot again and I ball out, I'm getting my job back. Belichick came in that meeting and said, we're going back with Brady and that's where we're staying. He had the innate ability to see who this kid was, what he was going to be, and to ride with him versus all the other things, draft status, number one in the draft, number two, whatever the case may be, $100 million contract, none of that mattered. 
Bill made the decision to hand over the reins to Tom Brady and trade Drew Bledsoe. Now, if that's not seeing something in a guy or giving him an opportunity and saying, I gave you the platform, I gave you this because I believed in you, how can you come up with a who would you pick over who? Because this man gave you that opportunity. After a few years, Brady started to evolve and that offense started to be dominant over the defense that we had and it became more balanced. Then he started to come into his own, but it didn't happen right away. Speaking of 100 million, uh, Belichick, and at that time, Belichick didn't have the equity that he has now to say, hey, Mr. Kraft, I, I want to go with Brady. So he really had to trust him because he wasn't the Bill back then that he is now, where you can go to management and say, hey. Yeah, once you win that we, Super Bowl, you got equity. That house paid off. He wasn't what he is now. So I'm going with this. How do you see the Dallas Cowboys situation with Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott? I wouldn't say it's a similar situation, but they're winning. Dak just got paid. You compare apples to oranges. You, you must not know yeah, Jerry Jones. Yeah, I, I would say this. Here, here's the difference. Cooper Rush, I think, is in his sixth year, his sixth season. Yeah. I think that you understand what he's been and he's had opportunities. And when you pay a guy however much Dak is making and you've seen him be top rookie coming in and, and the consistency and the way he plays the game and getting better every year. Um, that's why they afforded to pay him what they paid him, give him equity and decision-making and making him a franchise guy. I think when you have an injury to a position like that and you got a Cooper Rush that comes in and does his job and you conform a system around what he does really well, we're seeing him run the football a little bit more, right? Yeah. Well, McCarthy has never ran the football. He didn't run the football in Green Bay, but he's doing it now because he's taking pressure off of what maybe Cooper Rush can't do, you know, in certain things. So now you got to defend Zeke. You got to defend Pollard. You got to defend so much more. And I've been asking for them to do this with Dak, just because Dak can move the pocket, just because Dak is one of the best passers. And you can check numbers. From when he got hurt to now, he was on track to throw for 6,000 yards when he first broke his ankle like a year ago. Thank you. Like He was Thank on track you. to break everybody's record. He was going nuts. It was the defense that was bad that couldn't stop anybody, that was giving up 30 must plunts, couldn't stop the run, couldn't stop anything on the back end, had mental errors and all that. And then they got Dan Quinn. So there's a lot of things that factor into a team's success. And I would say... Cooper Rush is doing an excellent job in playing in a team atmosphere where they're scheming great around him. They're putting him in position. But as you guys know, because you guys are really good players in this league, you need players to go out and execute. I don't yeah. care how great the system is, how great the scheme is. If you don't go out and execute, it don't matter. Coaches really don't, matter don't matter if you can't do it. Man, I don't even got to come to work today, Willie. That's what I've been wake saying. Wake me up when y'all done. Now, okay, you, since he, wake he don't me up when y'all done. Let's go All back right. to the men of Troy. Take me to how you feel about them right now. I mean, take me to, you know, like, what's your level of confidence? You know, how, how proud are you? How, because when I think about USC football, um, you know, I think about what it was becoming before Paul Hackett. And oh, don't even get me started on him. His, his Paul Hackett. Don't say that, man. Not, that, was that, was, listen, that was a bad era. Listen, I went, I, went, I went to the Raiders game, and I had to watch Nathaniel Hackett yesterday and like bro I'm sick of arguing with my friends about Russell Wilson and I like I know like what you know 
he going through. It's just a series of bad like coaches. You know, you know the history. Yeah. You you you, you know the history, but yeah. I'm not gonna get into but, all that. But let's just take it right now. With like with the excitement with Lincoln, I think the offense is ahead of the defense. But what what I yeah. see is you know the defense is they getting turnovers and they getting stops in the right in the right time. So. Tell me what you, how you feel about USC, and do you feel like they are ready to be in that college football playoff this year? I'm, I'm, I'm aligned with everything you said. Um, I think that, first of all, you can't, you can't get excited over one year. They did what they, they could do in the portal of bringing in the players they could, um, but there's a lot of work that needed to be done from the administrative side um, all the way up from recruiting, from the departments. We had... When, when you're a new coaching staff and you got to rebuild, it's just not the team. They have to come in. Lincoln Riley and his and his staff have to rebuild the entire department yes. and work its way down to the players. And I can honestly say that what we've seen the last four to five years isn't USC football. Mm -hmm. the, the the caliber of kids that was coming in, that was getting recruited, that was even going to SC, I don't think a lot of those kids should have been there. There was multiple staffs that was fired, and it was a lot of inconsistencies in our program. And it wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't what I'm used to seeing. It wasn't what any of the alumni from Marcus Allen, Ronnie Lott, you can go all the way down the line, they'll tell you the same thing. And I think that it's a good start. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see them winning, but it's a good start. We are far from where we need to be if we're going to compete in the playoffs and national championships. We've always been good on the outside. Before, when it was student body left and we was physical, we had D linemen and we had O linemen. We got to build up in the trenches if we expect to compete with the Wisconsin's, Ohio State's, the Michigan's, um, the Alabama's, the Clemson's, the Georgia's. The national championship last year, Georgia, Alabama, was won in the trenches. Yeah. That front seven from Georgia dominated Alabama up front. And that's how they, they won that football game. In saying that, we got a lot of work to do. We look good scoring points and doing all that, and, and, and you see the high-flying offense, and that's a part of it. But we got to get we got to get better on the defensive side in the trenches and on, and on the offensive line for us to compete on a national level. Yeah, I, I expect us to do certain things, low, you know, in the Pac-12. I, I don't think that they've been on that level since Pete Carroll, but I think that – you're you know, right. You 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 will agree with me. Is it all starts in our own backyard? And you know, it TJ, does. you live in Southern California. We got some of the best players. We got enamored with going to getting these Florida guys and these Ohio guys. And when it was Pete Carroll, he was going and picking one Mike Williams, one Keith Rivers, and then staying here. And I think then we got some coaches that was in a position. We got some Josh McDaniels is in there. You know that was in. A <laughs> he don't like Josh. He don't like Josh. He I only mean, like Bill. He only like Bill. I, I don't. Hey, I don't. Orlando. So real, real quick, I heard. I heard. I, real quick, back on Brady. Right. You guys were having that conversation about Brady and Belichick. You do got to understand this, that Brady won, a lot of different ways. Yes. Like you guys are both students of the game on both sides of the ball. Brady won, a lot of different ways, and what's more important than that. He won with a lot of different personnel groups. Absolutely. Like, you can't tell me the receivers, well, maybe TJ can because he was playing against us, the receivers who were starters when we actually won Super Bowls. Because Randy Troy, Moss never won was, a Super it was, Bowl. It was Troy Brown. They wouldn't start uh, for another no, team. It was Troy Brown. It was uh, 83 was... Uh, David Givens. But listen, See? though. Let yep, me go back Gibbons, to you. I am a student of the game. Patton. Bill Belichick put Troy Brown at nickel. 
He had the quickness, <laughs> and he on, was smart. Man. He put Julian Edelman at nickel. And, see, and, uh, come on, and this, this is what I don't like is when you say, oh, who's more important, Brady or Bill? You, and if you I, brought the listen, shit up. If I say Brady is more important, which I truly believe, that doesn't mean Bill is ass. I just feel like Brady was more important. Bill is a hell of a coach. Everybody knows that. You got to have the players, but I said that to say, I know you might not like Josh, but Josh was the architect of morphing all these different systems from week to week. Okay, remember, it was the tight ends at first. Yeah. It was Hernandez and it was Gronk. I, I then it was the receivers, mm -hmm. right? It was then Moss. Then went to the running backs. And, and Welker. Then it was the running backs who he designed, Vereen. You know, it, it was it was James White. You know, it, 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 it was, I it do, was fall. I don't not and, like Josh. Then, I just then, don't think then, that Josh is a good leader of men. So to all y'all, that's what right. I think. No, that's it right there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like he, he still had to put all these different pieces. And Brady has played with so many different personnel groups. Like, they've won with running backs. They've won with the tight ends. They've won with receivers. They've won with both. Like, think about all the different changes they've had. They, they never – he's never – Brady's never been on a team like Peyton when he went to – when he was with Indy, when you had just – Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Dallas Clark, Edron James. I mean, Hall I, of Famers all over the place. And then he left and went to Denver. Just ballers everywhere. He, he on like one right now. Defense. Huh? He's on one right now. He's on one right now. But guess what? They had to conform with what Brady does well when they won their Super Bowl. I know, but. Because through week eight, through week eight, that offense and all that wasn't working. No, I believe it. And that's why I give Brady the credit. I can't give McDaniels the credit. McDaniels drafted Tebow and, you know. <laughs> That's probably what you it is. That. Hey, and Willie, you got that. We appreciate you. We, we ain't do. gonna keep up your time. Thanks again, Willie. Yeah. Be safe out here. Y'all keep doing y'all job. The big man. homie, Willie Mack. Let's go to Tampa, Kansas City. Since we're talking about Tom Brady, were you shocked? I was shocked that that. I was shocked. For first of all, I was shocked that the little f from Tampa didn't even give him a chance to compete. I was driving here <laughs> today and I was looking. Because I bet on that game, and I lost. So when I looked, I was, I was, who, I was sitting next to a friend. I was like, man, no way Brady loses two. I started looking at all these conspiracy theories. Antonio Brown posting his wife. <laughs> he finna go off. <laughs> Opening kickoff. The little just gives it up, and then he does the worst thing. The worst three words in football is, I got you. My bad. Because it's like, tell me something I don't know. We know who's bad. It ain't my fault. <laughs> DJs. But, I mean, Mahomes, he came out motivated. Um, Kelsey had, is, is Kelsey has really been picking up the slack. Travis Kelsey is a dog. Travis Kelsey can play. Travis Kelsey is a dog. What, this is what shocked me. Todd Bowles, one of the best defensive coaches in football. Kansas City literally ran that ball at will. Because they're they getting four, five yards a pop, bro. And like Todd Bowles defenses, you don't run a ball on them. But um, it's been some transition. Um, they kind of turned their defense over a little bit. And Dominican Sue is a dog. He's yeah. a big guy. He, he, like, and no. then just getting away from, you know, moving on from Jason Paul Pierre and then, you know, having a rookie try, try on, play more. Mm -hmm. And then they're, they're really having to play um, Antoine Winfield out of position by playing him at nickel because Carlton Davis is hurt. Mm -hmm. And they haven't been playing uh, Murphy, Murphy Button. Button. Yeah, like, how you so, ball through the playoffs? So. And now the regular season coming. You know, coaches coaches at times will cut their nose off to spite their face because you didn't go to the meeting before the meeting. 
They want to prove a point, but gonna lose some games. Because you didn't go to OTAs. Yeah. You know how that goes. But I mean, the Bucks defense was hit or miss. They've always been a little bit hit or miss, you know. They gonna stop the run though. They couldn't stop the run. Or the, Mahomes didn't throw for a lot of yards, but they because timely completion. The Chiefs, are, the Chiefs are becoming master of that RPO. Mahomes is just so good. That's why it just Houdini. No, it just baffles me if we can recall a couple weeks ago, man. It just baffles me. About we taking Herbert? Yeah. When I'm looking at building a football team and I look at Herbert, like I, I'm a defensive player. So I build a football team on making first downs on first down. So I want to run it. I want to make first downs. I want to always put myself. But you're going to take Herbert over Mahomes. Hold the up. You cutting me off like I'm like you me. Yeah, go good. But, you but to... I want to make first downs on first downs and I want to minimize possessions. And I think that. Justin Herbert, just in the long run, he's the more sound like quarterback. He's more traditional. But Mahomes is like some shit I ain't never seen before. Of course. And you know, and I don't want to get into this because Mahomes is Mahomes. But you must say, if you look at that stat, it's only one coach that have had three quarterbacks win over 50 games. Andy Reid is a master. Andy Reid's a hell of a coach. Not just a Belichick's a hell of a coach. But, but you would still take but Herbert. But it's Elichek's. No, no, I got to go back. I'll go back with my homies. I'm going, oh, I'm oh, you see. I, I he done hopped off the train. He want to get on my train Listen, now. I'm like, a wo- I'm like a woman. I reserve <laughs> the right to change my mind at any time. <laughs> but but um, let me see if we got room for you. But um, not only about Andy, about like, you know, Belichick's X's and O's, has the ability to believe in people. Willie Ta is something different. But Andy, everything's about making, you know, showing your personality. Andy is a, as a player's coach, but he gives you very, very much structure. Um, yeah. You know, the year that I was there, I enjoyed playing with him so much. I sometimes, I ponder like, Andy's damn, I had wish, success with I wish I could have been with the Eagles. Multiple quarterbacks. Now, did you bet on the Ravens and Bills? Hell no. Nah. I don't what, bet what, against Lamar Jackson. What were your thoughts when Harbaugh didn't kick that field? I believe they're on a two-yard line, fourth and goal tie game. What were your thoughts? I thought he had a Staley moment. Would um, you have kicked it? I think I would have, just for momentum. And, you know, their defense had been playing well. But I, I go back and I see how, how he was. He was like, shit, we couldn't stop these dudes in the first half. And the realism of it is if they would have kicked the field goal, Buffalo just would have scored the touchdown. Um, you think so? Yeah, because they had it on the two. They ran it out, remember? Right. Well, what I'm saying is. I think they might have had some momentum. But, I mean. They play differently. Not Buffalo. They're going. They look. They, they, they would possibly play differently. Well, Maybe the Ravens play differently. I, I don't know. What is it that the Ravens? They blowing Miami out. They lose their defense. They're blowing Buffalo out. They. Lose. I believe it was twenty their to defense. three. I believe they lose. I think that coordinator's in. So on so head. now. It's Wink Martindale was the problem. I didn't think he was. We had he, some... It looked like he ain't the problem now. I, think, I, I just think, you know, I listened to a Westbrook uh, interview, and he was like about, Russell? Patrick, about Patrick Beverly, and he was like, man, he be tricking y'all, man. He they teammates he play, now. Talking about he playing defense. He running around. He ain't guarding nobody. I think the Ravens have this. this think you play defense? They run around no, and guard nobody? They ain't, play, they ain't played defense in a few years. So they, they fooling us, huh? Hell yeah. I mean, they ain't really played defense to me since Suggs was there. You know, I mean, they're they're so Wink Martindale. He wasn't the problem. No, I mean, I just don't. If you think about the Ravens of old, you know, when they had like McAllister and Ed Reed and Ray Lewis, they played sound football. I don't like that boomer bust. And you you play for Cincinnati, and you know, like Cincinnati when you guys was there, I think that you guys were a sound football team. 
Y'all just maybe didn't have, couldn't get over the hump, and this is me not being an asshole. Right so you now. don't believe the Ravens are sound at all? No, I don't. I don't believe. When you blow lead, when you're a good team and you blow that, what was it, a 30, 28 to 7 leave, I yeah. believe, against the Dolphins, 20 to 3. Yeah. And you're supposed to be a good team? Well, 20 to 3, I mean, if you got good players and you're a sound team, that's where you're, you know they're passing. Yes. Eat. You know, now it's a possession game. And not only to blow that. You don't lead, give up the big play, you probably have a chance to win this game. You yeah, don't turn think, it over and give up think, the big play. I think, you know, they're just not, they got some good players on defense. I think, you know, they got some guys that we like looking at and we call them because of their names. I think Kales is getting older. Kales is not Kales of old. Uh, Mark Peters coming off of an injury. He's always been a boomer bust guy. I think Marlon Humphrey, you know, he had a really good year when he was, uh, you know, coming mm-hmm. in. And, you know, like when you're a good player and you come in and you just, you great energy, great size. Eventually, teams start to scheme up. I mean, for you, you probably didn't see the dude. I was like, damn, this little dude could play. But next time I play, I'm on his ass. I'm ready. I know, I know what he yeah. going to do well. And I think um, they're so dependent. They're so Lamar Jackson dependent that it's sickening. You Mike Tomlin, Kenny Pickett, your starting quarterback moving forward? Bro, you can't get nowhere but up. Trubisky was sorry when he was with the Bears. I mean, I think we I saved. I actually like Trubisky, too. I think that we saved. Uh, I mean, he, Trubisky got naggy fired. Trubisky got naggy fired. Trubisky Wentz, was Wentz going got to, old Dougie P fired. Trubisky was going, he was going to the playoffs in Chicago. No, with Nagy. They were going to the playoffs in spite of him, not because of him. Trubisky they left. They playing good defense. That's why I think Fangio got that job to get when fired When Trubisky left and Nagy was there, when did they Trubisky, didn't go to the playoffs. When did Trubisky They didn't leave? go to the playoffs. They was bad already. They Last lost their season. whole defense. I'm just saying, they didn't go to the playoffs. I Trubisky. mean... Are you going with so you going with Kenny Pickett? I mean, I have to. I mean, that's just the future. I, the, the, the Steelers got to decide who they want to be now. I think they got to decide what type of football team they want to be. And you know, they were another team that was built in the trenches um, defensively. They aren't what they used to be. We'd so are, are, are they uh, what Westbrook said about Patrick Beverly, looking like you're playing defense? No, no, no. So no, the Steelers, no. they not in that boat yet. No, no, they no, they play defense. They're missing okay. their best player on defense. All right, they're missing their best their best player on defense is missing. T.J. Watt. Yeah, that's a big impact. Yeah. Um, I got to go with Pickett. You know, I think we had Ike on here and he said they're trying to see what everybody else is doing. And I, I see what everybody else is doing. The Bengals is woke. They woke. Yeah, here we come. <laughs> they woke. Here we come. Um, 100 miles and running the downhill. Bengals, <laughs> the Bengals is woke. Um, Lamar is Houdini, number two. You know, he's always going to give you a chance to win. The, yeah. the Browns play defense and they got their quarterback coming back. Um, he's got a lot to prove. Man, um, the Browns I know, just lost to the Falcons. But listen, Miles Garrett got into an accident, and um, bless his heart, I'm glad he's okay. But they got their court. They're going to have a lot of optimism, so that's going to inject some life into their team. And, you know, you would hope to think that some life could be ejected, injected into the Steelers or Pickett. Speaking of uh, betting, just want to remind you, uh, we still betting on that Eagles and Cowboys because the Eagles is looking real good. I said as right long now. as Dak is playing. Yeah, Dak going. I think this is gonna be his last game. No, Dak, no, no. Dak, Dak said. Feel, I, Dak said I gotta slow down. Listen, I've been rushing it. Dak, I gotta get the swelling out. Dak don't feel no pressure. Dak feel that. Dak got heat. sixty-one million reasons to have relaxed. Like Willie Mack just said, and Drew Bledsoe had a hundred reasons. And you know to what? Be da- you know what and Willie Mack said also. He said them was two different situations. I mean, that's apples, apples and oranges. oranges. Yeah, it's not even apples and oranges. Yeah, no, not it's even apples and beans. Yeah, okay. It ain't even the same. It's no comparison. I think as long as they're winning, Dak's in a good position because he can come back, he can relax. But we still the got Eagles. that what, what you think about the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, they undefeated. Everybody know how I feel about the Eagles, but this is what I think about the Eagles right now. Real deal. Um, the way that they're playing, I mean, Jalen 
He's an X factor. Um, he about to get broke off. Yeah. So you like the way I like the, the I like Eagles their style of football. I like their style of football. I think they play on defense. They don't try to do too much. You know, like I said, if they, they're built up front. You know, they got one of the best front sevens in football. Um, they got they, they got depth. They got tall, long corners. They got fast linebackers. Um, I think Miles Sanders is underrated. I think he's a dog. Good Devontae on the outside. Their receivers, him and AJ Brown. AJ Brown's a dog. Dallas Goddard is shows why they dropped their nuts and let Ertz walk out the door. He's a dog. Um, and then they really got three good corners. You know, I was there. Avante Maddox is, I think he one of the best nickels, if not the best nickel in the NFL. Um, scrappy tackles. Um, then I just, I love their two corners. One, you've had concussions. We all have had it. Have you ever had a concussion where you were out? I haven't, but I think they fumbled. How many times it. do you have a cartoon where it's, you'd be like, oh. But I'm going to get deeper than this. I, I think they fumbled in a situation of they didn't protect Tua against Tua. From a person that has dealt with some depression and anxiety in myself, which I think goes back to those times that I hit my head, I think, you know, when you're in an organization you and you spend time around people, you spend time around people's family, I think that they should have protected Tua from Tua. Um, even if he tells me he's okay, um, even if he passes everything, at some point I got to protect Tua Tungavaloa from Tua Tungavaloa. And, to sit there and watch him go out and, you know, his central nervous system to kind of give out and you see what his fingers did was, it was, it was disheartening. Um, and no one is going to know the long-term effect of those two concussions, if that's what he had from Tua. Like, no, the average, me and you may never know what those effects because, you know, we may be gone from the earth. And I think they definitely fumbled the situation and especially from a team in the Dolphins who, has an owner who's suspended for, you know, offering a coach to lose games. And, you know, yeah, he wants to win, but at the end of the day, we've been, they've been preaching to us to protect the shield. And, you know, the number one thing about protecting the shield is protecting our players. And it was, it was hurtful for me to see that. And there's a shit ton of guys that's struggling. Um, I just lost one of my teammates and Marion Barber who was struggling from some mental issues. And, and he ran, and you knew yeah, the way he and, ran and played. And uh, just to have lost in my time, Junior Seau, who was known to have CTE, Aaron Hernandez, who has a very, very strong case of CTE, to see that they absolutely fumbled. And you would like to see going forward, you know, the NFL went back and forth about this concussion lawsuit. They fought tooth and nail to not give people what they thought but yet they're running people back on the field with concussions. And they, I mean, they fumble. We, we got to do better. So my, my thoughts are, I've had a concussion where I was knocked out. And I, I don't even remember, I didn't remember when I got up, I'm like, what happened? You know, we're playing the Chargers. It was the game we talked about a couple weeks ago where we had a big lead and loss. And I wanted to go back in. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like I could not remember the play call when I got knocked out. I couldn't remember the plays before that. And then it, it was weird. It was like a computer was rebooting. Stuff slowly started coming back to me. So I'm on the sideline now and I'm going to the trainers like, I'm telling them the play that we ran when I got knocked out. I was telling them plays before that. Five minutes prior to it, I couldn't tell them that. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm good. I, I remember the stuff. They was like, nah, you can't go back in. I was knocked out for about three, four minutes, like out cold. 
I played the next week. Yeah. And I think I'm fine. I swear my wife is like, you need to get your head checked out. Your temper is crazy. I'm like, I've always had a bad temper. Yeah. And it's what you said is, Tua's 24 years old. The 24-year-old player does not understand the consequences of the decisions we make at 24. How are we going to feel at 50? The thing is, though, I've 60. seen... I've seen high school we kids get concussions don't. and be out for three to four weeks. You, we, we got an independent neurologist. We got a neurologist on the team. Yeah. You got these dudes making half a million dollars a but year for what? I'm a football player. I want to play ball. I don't give a fuck about I none of that. I want to play. Yeah, the, the, you're a football player. I want to play. You're a football player. You play football. But that doctor, his job is to protect you so and you so can play football. I'm Tua. He's finally having success. He finally has a coach that believes in him. How you feel, Tua? I'm good. But that's and, the normal, and, 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 that's and the normal a, football terminology, this is though. the thing, though. This is the thing. When you take those baseline concussion tests, <laughs> at least when, because they were starting. We, we be bullshitting. You bullshit the test. <laughs> yes, yes. See, people don't know this. You bullshit the test. Yeah. The first test, that baseline test, everybody would tell you, hey, you better bullshit that test because but, then when you retest, you'll still be on the same baseline. But, so if you really answer these questions the right way, let's go back, when though. you good, then when you take... So people will tell you, bullshit the test so you don't miss a lot of but time. let's go back, See, that, people don't know that. I know, but, but let's go back, though. From the time that you go into the protocol, so if he went into the protocol on Monday, whatever they test... They played on Thursday. Whatever test he took on Monday and on Wednesday, it don't matter if you bullshit it Monday, because if you really got a concussion, it ain't going to be the it same. It ain't even a bullshit... Because you take that uh, baseline test in training camp now. And you take another baseline when, when you go into protocol. Yeah. When you go into protocol. But if you bullshitted it in training camp, it should be similar. Bro, you could look in somebody's eye and see. You and could it's tell so stupid that we would do stuff like that. That's but bad. we want to play. And so protect us from ourselves. I agree. Because we want to play. The 25-year-old me is not worried about, oh, how am I going to be when I'm 50? Shit, I'm pushing 50 now. So I'm like, fuck. Bro, I wish I, I had made better decisions because when we were playing, it wasn't that type of emphasis on it. Not at all. But, I mean, I would say this. Had that been a player with a bigger contract and a more of an investment, they would have protected him. Man, him. that was national TV. It was a big game. Dolphins, yeah. Bengals, everybody saw that. They can't drop the ball with this any longer. No. Dude gets fired. Boom. He's fired. The independent Wait, neurologist. Did he get fired? He got fired. Yes. He got fired. And so it's helping my case for the, the next concussion. I went for round Renfro, two of the concussion. Hunter Renfro, when the Raiders lost to the Cardinals, Isaiah Simmons hits him, makes him fumble. That gave him a concussion. It looked like a minor hit. He hadn't played the last two games. I mean, he hasn't yeah. played the last two games. But, but you got to remember these same independent neurologists that's clearing these players to they, go back. The team's fan. I'm not the so, yeah, They are, but these are the same people that you see. When you go get total and permanent disability and they, and decline, they decline you. It. But we don't know the ramifications of it because you break your arm, you really feel that. You're like, ah, yeah. your ACL. We don't know. We I can't know. see this. We don't really feel. You may have That's a why. headache. That's why we can't drop the ball on And so my response is protect us from ourselves. I agree. Because the majority of football players, if you anything like, I just want to play. I do. I just want to play. If you know anything about football, everybody's got these, these shock helmet things on top now. They're those helmets and on the helmets. Would you agree it wasn't even that bad? Like, he didn't, like, his head hit the, 
You know how many times our head hit the ground a like lot. that? A lot. And so that shows you the Sunday prior against the Bills. Something was wrong. It was a concussion. Yeah. Oh, my back hurt. Bro, you ain't getting up like that yeah. with your back hurt. That was your head hurt. Maybe his, his mind telling him his back hurt. But he wanted to be there for the team because of... Tua been on a mission. To, yeah. Tua's whole thing, he been on a mission. A lot of people don't know that well, when Jalen Hurst was starting, had, had Tua not came in that game, he was leaving. Dude. Joe he was Burrow leaving Alabama, in right? his draft class playing well. Herbert's playing well. Would you, and now that Tua start playing well this year, it's like, okay. Would you say that when Tua's sitting out that whole year at Alabama, watching Hurst, he was leaving. You would assume, he yes, because he was ranked. Yeah. You know, like he, so, and then he comes in and he's, he knows Flores didn't want me, and now he finally he coming to his coach. own. Yeah, you got to do it. As a player, what's the he only thing? What's the only thing better than ability as a player? Availability. Yeah. And he wanted to be available, yeah. but you have professionals that get paid, and they went to school for this. Not doing Protect that job. me from myself. Had that been your son, though, how would you feel? I'm pissed off. Like, man, I'm hot. Yeah. And but because we know what we know. Yeah. If that was to happen to my son, you ain't playing this week, bro. No. You, you're not playing. And hopefully those take steps in the right direction. I believe they will because that was scary, and everybody saw that. Yes. They it should be a mandatory. Anybody gets up wobbly, you out for that but game. But the thing about you, it is, you can't the thing go about back it in. is, the rules is if you leave the field and go to the locker room to get checked, you're done. If you get up, if you That's have the anything remotely close to a concussion, you got to be done playing. And yeah, the player doesn't want that to happen. But trust me, when best. you get to my age, and I feel fine, but my wife will swear I'm crazy, you don't play it. It's not worth it. Bro, I can feel it. I can feel it. Like, but the 25-year-old me, it's worth it. Yeah. And that's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. So... We done for the day, airing it out. Orlando Scandrick, TJ Hushamzada, we appreciate y'all.